Welcome to Malicious Mamas, a show that brings you tales of terrifying females from lore, legend, and everything in between. I'm your host, Nikki Mandiola. This week's story is just the kind of campfire sleepover tale I would have loved to tell as a kid. Actually, when I was younger, it was my duty and my group of friends to provide scary stories at just these kinds of events. I remember memorizing tales from the book Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, and even if I didn't sleep very well for a while, it was all worth it to be able to regale my friends late on a Saturday night. Now, I get to provide you all with the many versions that go along with each legend and creature. With that, let's get down to today's sleepover tale, shall we? This week's topic is The Vanishing Hitchhiker. Like many legends, this one claims to have origins in multiple locations. Because of this, the tale can actually go by many titles. This includes The Girl in the Road, Lavender, Resurrection Mary in Chicago, The Lady of White Rock Lake in Dallas, and in Spanish-speaking countries, La Chica de la Corva. The basic tale, however, goes as follows. A newlywed couple were traveling to a B&B for their honeymoon, and at the start of their journey, were making great time and would arrive before nightfall. During their drive, however, intense fog surrounded them on the highway, and they were forced to slow down significantly. This set them way back on their previously estimated time, and they continued to drive well into the night. At one point, the couple saw a young woman with her thumb outstretched, clearly hoping for a ride from a passing car. While the husband did not want to stop for the woman, as they were already late to check in, his wife convinced him otherwise. The young lady climbed into the back seat, thanked the couple, gave them her address, and mentioned that her parents were probably worried sick about her. Her home happened to be located about 10 miles down the road in the direction they were going, and right across from an abandoned gas station. The girl assured the couple that they would not be able to miss it. After a few minutes of silence, the couple realized the girl had fallen asleep. Arriving at the station, they turned to ask the young woman if the large white house across the street was hers, only to find that she had vanished from the car. Driving up to the house, the newlyweds were met by an elderly couple at the door, who seemed to look just as distressed as they did. The newlywed couple explained they had picked up a girl claiming that she lived at that address, but that she had disappeared before they arrived. After listening to their story, the elderly couple assured them that it wasn't as crazy as it seemed. This exact scenario had occurred many times before. Many years prior, their daughter had been killed in a hit-and-run accident, and the police never caught the driver. Because of this, their daughter's spirit remains at unrest, and would flag down passing cars late at night, unable to find her way home on her own. Another version of this story is one I actually remember hearing as a kid. On their way to a high school dance, two boys drove past a girl standing at the side of the road and offered her a ride. At first, she asked the boys to be brought home, but after being invited to the dance, the three made their way to the boys' high school instead. After dancing all night, they walked back to the car, and it being a particularly cold evening, one of the boys offered her his coat. A few moments after dropping her off in front of her house, the boy without his jacket realized it had never been returned. The pair decided they would just pick it up tomorrow. The next day, the boys were met at the door of the home they visited the night prior by an elderly woman. 
They explained they were there to pick up a coat borrowed by a young girl dropped off at that address the night before. The woman, looking confused, told the boys that nobody by that description lived there. In fact, the only person that would fit that description would be her daughter, but she had passed away 12 years prior, and she proceeded to point down the road at the cemetery where she was buried. Although they did not initially believe the woman, the boys made their way to the graveyard, curious if her story was true. Eventually, they stumbled upon a gravestone with the same name as the girl they met the night before, and on it rested the boy's coat. Our next story takes place in Dallas, where the Lady of White Rock Lake excites locals as their own disappearing passenger. This spirit only appears at night and is described as a young woman wearing a dripping wet evening gown. When a driver stops for her, the girl claims to have had an accident on the lake and asks to be taken home. Once arriving at her address, however, she disappears. Legend has it that years before, the girl behind the spirit had died, drowning in the lake after falling out of a boat. Unable to move on, her spirit still desires to return home. Stepping away from the young woman description of this hitchhiker, the story entitled Lavender spins a different tale. Two businessmen traveling by car to Montgomery, Alabama, noticed an old woman walking along the side of the road they were traveling on late one night. After the woman accepted their offer of a ride, she explained that she was traveling to the next town to visit her daughter. Along the way, the woman told them stories of her family. Eventually, the men became caught up in discussing a business matter and realized they had arrived to their location sooner than expected, only to find the old woman had vanished. The men actually retraced their steps, fearing something had happened along the ride, but were unable to find the elderly woman. They returned to the address she had given them and were met at the door by a middle-aged woman. After regaling their experience, the men explained that they believed the elderly woman to be her mother. After all, the woman that stood before them resembled what the old lady described her daughter to look like. The woman explained that that could not have been her mother as she passed away three years prior. Puzzled, the men pointed to the pictures that were just inside the lady's home and claimed that the elderly woman in some of the photos was, in fact, their passenger. The final tale I have is perhaps the most famous. In Chicago, the spirit of Resurrection Mary has been appearing along Archer Avenue for as far back as the 1930s. First reported by Jerry Pallas in 1939, after he met a beautiful woman at a local dance hall. After partying all night, he offered to drive the young lady home and headed down Archer Avenue as she directed. Suddenly, the woman requested Pallas to pull over at the cemetery they came upon along the road. Leaving the car and walking toward the graveyard, she vanished in front of his eyes. Another case reported by a cab driver in 1979 has a similar tune. The driver claimed to have picked up a girl in a white dress who asked to be driven down that same road, only to disappear. Many of the stories go like this. Once picking up this apparition, she asked to be let out at the cemetery, only to vanish. Some people report having to abruptly brake for a girl who runs out in front of their car while driving down Archer Avenue. Theories surrounding the actual identity of the young woman, 
claim that she is either Mary Begrovey, who died in 1934 from a car accident, or Anna Maria Norcus, whose death was in 1927 from the same cause. Others think she is the spirit of an Elizabeth Wilson, another girl who died in a tragic accident. But a contradictory fact to this belief is that Wilson happens to be buried at another cemetery. Despite the many young women this tale is associated with, the name Mary seems to have stuck. While most stories have a similar description and outcome, one stands out among the rest because it left behind solid evidence of this vanishing specter. In 1979, a couple passing by the cemetery spotted what they believed was a young woman who seemed to be locked inside. The couple then contacted authorities to help the girl. Police arriving soon after searched the premises only to come up empty-handed. What they did find that was disturbing, however, was that the bars of the front gate looked to have been burned and the marks resembled handprints. When the public learned of this discovery, the cemetery denied all rumors of a spirit and claimed it was merely a maintenance accident. After this announcement, the suspicious iron bars were removed to put an end to the mobs of people visiting the cemetery hoping to catch a glimpse of Mary. Perhaps, if they had decided to drive down Archer Avenue one quiet night, she might have come out and asked them for a ride home. On that note, let's conclude this episode. If you have any suggestions on mamas you'd like me to cover or a spooky tale to share, please send an email to maliciousmamas at gmail.com. If you're looking for more mamas in your life, follow Malicious Mamas on Instagram. Also, if you could rate, review, and subscribe to Malicious Mamas on your favorite podcast app, it would really help to get the show out there, and I would greatly appreciate the feedback. Until next time, keep it real, mamas. <laughs>